Welcome to the Slick and Juicy Sports Show, episode 20. Did you ever think we'd make it to 20? Never for a while, no, honestly. We on 20, we on a roll now. We've knocked out like five in the last week and a half. We out here doing the damn thing, like real sportscasters. Like real sportscasters. We out here doing <laughs> the damn thing. Five or six since we've lived here. Yeah. I don't think we did one the first week we moved. At the headquarters. By, by the way, you owe me rent as of today, too. Haven't paid the check yet, but... Fuck. <laughs> Speaking of me spending all my goddamn money, this episode is brought to you by Bud Light Lemonade. For $15.49, you can get 12 Bud Light Lemonades. And... If you're lonely and have no friends on a Sunday afternoon, you can drink 12 Bud Light Lemonades. And <laughs> while we're here and I have the platform, uh, okay, episode 19, trending pretty good right now. Nick might have drank 12 Bud Light <laughs> Lemonades was it. and got on air and said some things that maybe he wouldn't have said sober. So I just What's wanna, new there, though? I just want to take this opportunity to apologize to... To nobody at all, because that is the platform that we've built. Nick is just the one-line king, and let me tell you what. If I didn't, we didn't have your bullshit facts clouding up the podcast, that was 25 minutes and 36 seconds of straight one-liners. Was it? I didn't take a single breath the whole time. I was out of breath, dude, when I got done. 460-foot-yard uh, home, home run. Yard, yeah. The Braves, <laughs> Braves ain't looking good. Braves, Braves starting pitching is is. I don't even know any of the starting pitchers. Did well, we lose somebody from last season's we, team? We lost Tehran, who's been our starting pitcher for the last nine years. No, well, well got, there's more than one starting pitcher. You can't just say. Well, yeah, there's about five or six of them. Yeah. But um, Soroka. Bolte ain't doing good. Our first two did really good. So what's and our record right now? One win? No, we got two wins, three losses. Working on four. No, 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 no. Two wins, two losses. Working on they three. They have more than two. No, they lost more than two games. No, they lost one to the Mets, and they've lost one to the Rays. And now they're working on their second one to the Rays. It's only their fifth game. They only played three games against the Mets and won two out of three. I guess they didn't start till Friday. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. But we're glad to have Juicy J back on the podcast. I'm back, bitches. He didn't opt out of this one. Speaking of opt-outs, which is opting out, making room for Jadavian Clowney to come on to the Patriots. Mm, I couldn't see Jadavion Clowney going to the Patriots. Mm, couldn't but see, couldn't got, see Cam Newton going to the Patriots is either. Out? Is that going to cap count to their cap space still? What is the deal there? There's six opt-outs today. They got 22 million, up to 22 million cap space because of the, so the opt-outs. Well, they had they made those roster settlements with Hernandez and Antonio Brown, which got them up to like what 16, and then their opt-outs um, got them up to 22. The only big I mean, Patrick Chung, but he's old. Dante Hightower, Pro Bowl last Pro Bowler last year, mate. I think. I swear this man gets dominoes every goddamn day. <laughs> I was gonna say, who the fuck is that walking up in our house? 
Inside linebacker. Domino's delivering that thickums. <laughs> Domino's delivery driver attack guy that thickums. Uh, the Super Bowl that Seahawks Patriots uh the play before Russell Wilson threw the ball instead of handing it to Marshawn, Dante Hathard made a clutch stop in the red zone. I remember Patrick Chung from two thousand eight when he was relevant. Who else? I got a list of all the opt-outs right here because I took notes. Marquise Goodwin, who I didn't even realize was on the Eagles this year, who's been hurt for the 49ers like the last two years. Eddie Goldman. Defensive tackle. Uh, Star Latula Lili. The Lou He's good. That that's a big That's a big loss for the Bills. Just contemplate quarantining their quarterbacks. God damn it. <laughs> because fucking Sam Donald is susceptible to mono. To any spit born viruses. Sam Darnold probably gonna get it. He a big tongue man. Big tongue guy. Have you ever had mono? Yeah, I get mono flares all the time. Oh, you I, said that I, before. Actually I think I've been kind of scared. I've thought I've gotten COVID like six times, but it actually just turns out to be COVID uh, fucking mono flares. Mono flares. You can't see my hands, but quotation marks. Hey, sometimes I get the sweats and a sore quotes. throat. Get the sweats and a sore throat. Might be chlamydia too. I don't know. It's probably I don't know, not something, mono flares. Something that gets, um, you know, shared by spit. Probably. We just out here spitting. Goofing. Goofing, spitting Maybe and goofing. goofing. Do you, I mean, this was the first kind of first day of the opt-outs. I think it's, I think we'll see a lot more. Maybe not a whole lot of star, star players, but maybe a couple very crucial role players to certain contending teams. Just some weak-ass motherfuckers, some sheep. Some sheep who believe in this fake virus, this China flu. Well, I know in like Dante Hightower's case, he had a kid like a week ago. Mm-hmm. And he don't want to go back and forth between training camp and games and come home to that shit, you know? Hey, I put a kid on my stomach every single morning when I wake up, and uh, I don't call out of work. <laughs> That's fucking disgusting. Hey, where I come from, they call it the morning rub. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> I don't even know where to go after that one. How about fucking have Jamal drank, Adams? Have you drank 12 Bud Light Lemonades today? No, actually, I've been counting them since we have a fucking beer thief in the house now. Um, I've only drank four today. And I don't know the alcohol value on this, but I feel like I definitely drank 12 of them on Sunday, and I was not fucked up like a soup sandwich. So I don't think they got that much alcohol in them. They just taste good. I bet they've got... No, nah, dude. I'm sure it says something on They're not trying to drink your fucking lemonade. No, I don't know. But it's not like sugary like lemonade either. It's just, uh, just kind of lemony, you know? Just like, like a lemon beer. Both lights doing all kinds of flavors now. Said the seltzers too. Hey, this is after. This is the week after I said I would never drink Bud Light again, because um, Bud Light kind of put your boy in the grave last week, and um, here we are with some lemonade. Jake of all people shows up drinking Bud Light lemonade. 
Jake is more of a, you know, a man beer type of, uh, quote unquote, man beer. He's like, he likes that fucking straight yeast water. Diesels. Diesels. Or like some Guinness. But he comes over here with this fruity, this fruity girl shit, and uh, I'm about it. I'm on, I'm on the Bud Light Lemonade trip. I'm about $30.60 deep in Bud Light Lemonade so far. And I was told you couldn't find it in the case. Food City, right up here on the corner, they got them in the case. Why'd you not get it in a case then? I did get it in a case. Oh. 12. That's, That's not a case. That's the biggest case they sell. A case is 24, though. Jake was telling me that you can only get it in the variety pack, and you got to pick it out of the variety pack. No, I bought a 12 pack for $15.49. What else is in the variety pack? Bud Light Orange and Bud Light Lime. Oh. I don't like I never liked the Bud Light Limes. I like the limes. I like the Bud Light Lime better than I like the Michelob Ultra pear cactus infusions. You ever had one of them? I don't think I have. It's like a Michelob Ultra Lime. So I have a, I but have you a know penis. what tastes good with a lime in it? A natty draft. Mike's hole in the wall. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Jamal Adams, who do you think won the trade? I'll tell you who I think won the trade. If you listened to episode 19, you heard my rant about it. But let's just go over this trade real quick. Seahawks send safety Bradley McDargold. Never heard of him, but hey. I've never heard of him. Posey's he's been in the NFL. Hey, how, like hard, how hard is it to play safety, though? You're going to get fucking torched anyways. Either you're going to trade your whole fucking team for one that's going to get torched, or you're going to send some fucking bum over to get torched, okay? The Seahawks will send old Brady, Bradley, first-round picks in 2021 and 2022, a third-round pick in 2021 to New York in exchange for Adams, and the Jets' fourth-round pick in 2022. So the Jets got two first-round picks, a third-round pick, and a safety in exchange for Adams, who didn't want to fucking be there, and a fourth-rounder. I think Jamal Adams is a legit game-changing safety, though. Is he, is this, is any safety worth two first-round picks? No. I'm probably going to say no, but I do think a Jamal what Adams What was the last safety that was worth two first-round picks? <laughs> Mate, I was going to say Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor in Seattle. I mean, I don't know no, two first-round picks. But the thing, but Jamal Adams like twenty three years old. Derwin James, I like Derwin James in uh, San know. Diego or I LA. Would, uh, too. The current state of the NFL, which you can make a counter argument really easy. The current air raid era of the NFL, maybe you do want a good corner safety. But I'd rather I don't a, think I'd rather have up. a shut down corner than a safety. Exactly, I. I think Jalen Ram Jalen Ramsey also was traded for two first round picks. You think Jalen Ramsey's worth it? Who's more worth it compared? No, especially not Jalen Ramsey because you know Jalen Ramsey's getting the fuck out of L.A. this year. Cause his contract's up. You don't think L.A. pays him? They don't matter if you pay him or not. You kind of have to when you give up two first round picks for they him. They took everybody out around him. Still, they offer enough money. I imagine he's going to no. stay in L.A. I think in the current state of the NFL, where you can get a lot more money than you could even five years ago, I think you're going to a winning team compared to a fucking 
payout team. And Omahomi just got lucky that he was on the payout team and the winning team. Well, you mean you have to build around a but quarterback you think, to begin. <laughs> speaking but. of building around a quarterback, uh, how long has Russell Wilson been in the game? Eight years now? 2012, eight years. Uh, you think they're building him up before he's fucking too old to play? They're building the team around him? Oh, yeah. I was kind of like, what do you mean building him? Yes, 100%. Because it's kind of been the Russell Wilson show for the past three years. That's it. That's all Two they've had going years. for him. And a good running game. Decent running game. And they had to get, you know, the only thing that won him his Super Bowl to begin with, which was a defense. So they're going to get Jamal Adams. I mean, I think if you're in a win-now mode, like I said, two first-round picks is too much. I still I give a first-round pick for and maybe a second or a third extra, but not two firsts for Jamal Adams. Dude, you got to think, if Jamal Adams was going to Seattle and he's going to be happy playing in Seattle, unlike he was for the he, Jets. He was just recruiting Le'Veon Bell fucking a year ago. I think he's an he's immature kid, but... He's I think damn, everybody's on that A-B bullshit. He's damn good, though. Mm. It's becoming like basketball, where all these players are forcing their way out. and You know, if, if teams look at the Ramsey trade and this trade, more than the Ramsey trade, in my opinion, and you think you can get two, fir- two more first-round pi- first picks for some of your young stars. That Imagine don't how ne- much fucking cocaine Adam Gase is going to get for those <laughs> two first-round picks. That's a lot of blow. I don't know how Adam Gase is a head coach in the first place. No, fucking home. Jamal Adams put him on blast. He said, this dude's a punk. Well, is it that when he has an issue with the team, he has other coaches address it instead of him addressing it? That's fucking stupid. Because he would just stand up and fucking blink for two minutes and then say one word and then fucking walk off. I think that, I think that man knows offense, but I don't think he's a head coach. I think he's a great offensive coordinator, but I don't think he'll ever be a good head coach. Jets, uh, Jets had potential before the Patriots signed Cam Newton, which fucking Patriots are losing the whole fucking team now. How did the Jets, um, what way did the Jets have potential? They got Le'Veon Bell in the backfield, who did not play. He pretty sure had one of the lowest uh, rush yards per carry. Yeah, it was a transitional year coming off an injury, sitting out, sitting um, out, not an injury. Sam Darnold, which is I would think is probably one of the best young quarterbacks in the league right now. Okay. I remember like two episodes ago, you were ready to give up on Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. Well, yeah. If he doesn't show up this year, then yeah, get the fuck out. But he has a chance to play this year in a... uh, I was going to say defensively weak division, but not really. The Bills? And the Patriots. And even Miami. God damn it. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So, um maybe Miami actually signed some good free agents yeah. in the offseason. Yeah, on defense, yeah. The Jets are the worst team still in the AFC East. I say they're better than the Miami Dolphins. I disagree with you. Um Weapon, who the fuck is going to play receiver for the Jets? Name one. Cuz I can name a rookie and that's literally it. Yeah, I was trying to think of one too. Denzel Mims. Yeah, no. I don't even know who the fuck that is. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so I regret Jamison Crowder. Yeah, Jamison Crowder. That's literally Fuck Jamison Crowder, though. Still salty about that. Uh, at least you're getting paid, big boy. Um, 
But yeah, I take that back. Um, Sam Darnold sucks. Um, <laughs> Jamal Adams, you're a fucking genius. Except you're taking up a lot of cap space, and he has doesn't have not have a contract yet. So no, he's not. He's going to have to get one though. Not before it's in, not until after this season. So yeah, I don't, no, is I, don't, I think it's I think it's a better move for the Jets. Yes, this one the long term. I think it's a win-win. Answer to the question to it's begin this. No, I, to an extent, but I think two first-round picks were was definitely the more of a win, the winning situation in that in this. I just can't think of a safety as a fucking game changer. There's been and a from, lot of game changers. And let me say, <laughs> hey, I haven't watched a lot of New York Jets football in the last three years, but from what I've seen is that uh, Jamal Adams is a. Uh, Fly ball catcher and a run stopper, big physical safety. Yes, from what I've seen. I want to be Sean Taylor, but there's only one Sean Taylor. Was Sean Taylor a game changer? Yes. What about Tory Polamalu? Yeah. Ed Reed. Yeah. Ed Reed, not so much. Don't think Ed Reed was a game changer. Ed Reed played off of Ray Lewis. I don't know how you can call Sean Taylor a game changer before you call Ed Reed a game changer when his sample size is a lot smaller. Look at Sean Taylor's tape and look at Ed Reed's tape. Look at Ed Reed's tape without Ray Lewis playing middle linebacker. I don't know if that's even tape on that. Ray Lewis never set out of the game. This man's superhuman. Ed Reed played somewhere other than Baltimore, though, didn't he? Ooh, I'm thinking of Dawkins. Dawkins was a game changer. Brian yeah. Dawkins is a game changer. A lot of old, we we grew up in the fucking era of the safeties. Yeah, the only safeties. That's why I, I that's why I'm thinking of safeties right now. There, there's no safety to, even comparable to your mid 2000s to early 2010s. It, they're safeties. young right now. It's it's Jamal Adams. It's Derwin Are James. Hey, there should be a transition. Minka period. Fitzpatrick, Matthew. He's a little he's older than you think he is. I won't say he was young, but yeah. I wouldn't call him I a game changer, though. I wouldn't call him a safety either. He's a hybrid player. He just gets down in the slot corner. Isaiah Simmons? He's not going, he'll play more linebacker in slot corner than he will safety. Landon Collins? I don't think Landon Collins is a game he changer. He had a good year last year. He Led the team in tackles. He's got a lot of potential. Especially... Just think all the pressure the Redskins. Kevin Byard. All the pressure the Redskins are going to get on the front five this year. That's going to be fucking recess for Landon Collins running around catching passes from a rushed quarterback. That's what I'm saying. If you want to be a good. I think Landon Collins is more of a run stop and safety. If you want to be a good safety, a good cornerback, you have to have a good defensive line. A great shot. You have to have a good front eight to be a good. You can say that about every position, though. But no, I, I think I th- it's more. I think it's more, more safety. Safety, yes, I will agree with you there because I think a true shutdown corner can shut his singular guy, who the only guy he's focused on during that play, and shut him down. And I think that he can do shut that. Shut down corner. We have have many shutdown corners. We had a two year span of Josh Norman. No, I know the Redskins don't have any shutdown corners. No, no, no. I'm just talking about in general. Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> Rashawn Lattimore. 
Tredavious White. Lattimore had one good year in here. Stephon right? Gilmore. Oh, and you still don't know who Stephon Gilmore is, do no, you? <laughs> he opt out too. He opt out yet? No, they'd deplete their defense if they did. Uh, Dory Jackson in Tennessee. No, I'm just playing it. Dory's not a shutdown. He's too small. Uh, Jameson Crowder. Marcus Peters, obvi- arguably. Chris Harris. I don't know. When I think shutdown, I think ESPN is talking about him every single week, and I don't know a shutdown. Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman's cheeks. 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 He's cheeks, dog. He is ass cheeks. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Maybe fucking 17 years ago. He was worth a fuck. But. I mean, he had his moments. He got burnt last year. Speaking of people who are going to get burnt this year, how about Joe Burrow getting paid? I have a lot of confidence in Joe Burrow, and like you do. I don't. I think he's going to be great. I don't. Maybe not great, but I think he's going to be a solid NFL quarterback. He'll be Andy Dalton. I think he's got so much more arm talent than an Andy Dalton. Yeah, but I think he's in the offense that was Andy Dalton. AJ Green. Been hurt. Joe Mixon. Been hurt. A rookie, T. Higgins. One of the fastest guys in the league, and then uh, hasn't signed yet. No, uh, fuck. What's the guy? Eifert. Eifert. I don't even know if Eifert's in the NFL anymore. He's been super, super duper hard. What? Three years ago, he oh, he hones the record for forty yard dash in the combine. I'm thinking all the dead receivers from the Bengals. Henry. Terrell Owens. No. Chad Ochocinco. I was going to say, I don't think Terrell Owens played for the Bengals. Yeah, he did. Chad, o- Chad Johnson did. So did Terrell Owens. No, he did not. Yes, he did. Nope. Back check. Back check, back check, back check, back check. And while we're fact checking, we're going, how about the fucking Marlins? The Marlins don't understand what they're doing. They're about to send baseball under, but they're also about to send fucking football under, too. Okay. The Marlins have now, as of right now, have had 17 coaches. Did it go up to 17 today? Mm-hmm. They had 17 coaches and players test positive. But, good news, they were playing the Phillies. Zero Phillies tested positive. After sharing a stadium and a field with them. I just don't know how it's going to work when it's already said that they've postponed any Marlins they, games through Sunday. Well, how are they going to no, make no, no. up okay. those games? They're not making it They Okay, it would be double headers. But from what I understand is that the – so they postponed those games. They're supposed to play the Orioles. So the team that's supposed to play the Orioles and the team that's supposed to play the Mariners next – they're playing each other for a two-game series to kind of make up for missed games. And then when the Orioles and the Mariners play again, they'll just play doubleheaders. You're saying Mariners? No, Marlins. Marlins, Marlins, Marlins. Okay, that's what was confusing me for a second. So whoever was playing the Marlins, whoever was playing the Orioles, 
I think it's New York and somebody else. They're hmm. going to play each other now. Instead of playing this, two I games. don't think baseball finishes the whole season. Ever. Yeah, it, it, this is the only team having problems. And the thing with baseball is that all the minor league teams are still training. They're not playing; they're still training. So you can still call up as long as they test negative. They can call up and they can play tomorrow. True. At arguably the same level as the fucking Marlins because they suck. <laughs> I can't remember the Marlins. Chattanooga, Chattanooga Lookouts could fucking come up and play tomorrow and probably beat the Marlins. Actually, I say that Marlins had fucking what eight players test positive and still beat the fuck out of the Phillies. Did they? Yes. Did the Phillies suck too? I mean, they got Bryce Harper. I don't like Bryce Harper. He's a bitch. A rich bitch, but a bitch. I think the best thing from last season was the Nationals winning the freaking World Series without Bryce Harper. After, well, they beat the Brewers in the wild card. But we're just looking forward to the Braves winning the World Series this year. You better get their shit together. It's only 60 games. But see, look, top of the seventh, once they get that starting pitching out, now we're about to fucking come up. About to be a 5-5 game right here. Maybe not. Maybe next time. Um, But, yeah, I think that's all we got on the common day sports. But, hey, this is what y'all all tuned in for. We're coming into a fucking NBA bubble preview. So we'll see you on the other side. And welcome back to the Slick and Juicy Basketball Show, motherfuckers. We're playing basketball. We're playing basketball. In the bubble, bitch. In the bubble, bitch, basketball. LeBron's the MVP. Basketball. New Orleans is only here because Zion, but he's not here. Lou Williams getting them Magic City wings, bitch. <laughs> You've been doing some of your research. So we got a new, we have a, a new guest. What what was Big Bowley? Big Bowl. Big, Big Bowley. Bowl. Bowl. Big Bowley seems to stick. Yeah, I think that's always stuck. Yeah, it's like one of those things when you make when you're 12, and then all of a sudden you're stuck with it. Well, it happens when you're you're a year older than anybody else you go to school with, and <laughs> you're just the biggest person there, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Bobo. I kind kind of did dominate there. Yeah. <laughs> so what? All right, we're talking basketball. Basketball. Only thing we can talk about. When's it start? Tomorrow. Thursday. Thursday, Thursday will be the first games, and I I yeah. tell you what, just just watch. Utah Jazz and New Orleans Pelicans, and then L.A. versus L.A., baby. Yeah, I think that one's going to be We've all been exciting. waiting for. Too loud. Without Lou Will, though, like you said, Nick, good research. That Lou Will. Hey, sometimes. Ten-day ten, ten quarantine. He'll sometimes first when somebody dies in my life, I like to go eat chicken wings at the strip club, too. <laughs> in my NBA-regulated mask. Hey, staying safe. Hey. Can't hate him for that. Hey, NBA is the only sports organization, professional sports organization, that's got this figured out right now. Just watching these scrimmage games has got me really excited for these seeding games to start and then go into the playoffs. The courts look good. Uh, I think they've just they've just got it figured out. The bubble whole the whole thing is just 
It's doing, it's doing really well. I'm proud of them. To me, the, it, it seems like every other league that's tried to do something, it just seems cheesy. And the NBA's kind of made it, like they always do, seem like inclusive and kind of special, you know? Like, I don't know. It's, it's like you tune in to see all these teams play without a crowd, whereas you don't have to put, like, fake fans stickers in the chairs, you know what I mean? That just seemed cheesy to me. MLB yeah, I thought it was funny, but definitely cheesy. Because I, I think, yeah. especially in today's NBA, a lot of these players have, you know, they're more open to the public personality-wise and, like, in their own personal lives. Well, they each have Twitter trends and stuff like that they have to keep up with. Yeah, so they're 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 more personal to the fans than baseball's a dying sport. And then football, you know, most of them have helmets on. You don't even know what the fuck they look like anyways. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, it, it totally makes sense because I mean, if you think about it, as as far as sports go, there's not many sports. There's hardly any sports where there's only 15 players on one team and there's only 30 teams. I mean, yeah. soccer is one of the biggest sports worldwide, but you got to think. I mean, what? How many people are on the field at once? 22. Yeah. So I mean, you're looking at 10 versus 22. You're yeah. going to know every single player on the floor. I mean. Yeah. If so you're like smart. You, you, and you can't be a joke. You know what I mean? You could be one of twenty-two and be good at just one thing, but one of one of tw- you know one of ten, you're going to have to have some special skill, and not and not have to be a weakness somewhere. Like you know, defense or shooting. Like one specific, you're really fucking good at, and then you might be a weakness on the other side of the ball, but you can't be that bad. You know, no, you're in the NBA for a reason. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I think we all see what you're saying. That, that's yeah. that's a really good point. Yeah, and some are in the NBA for skill, and some are in for clout, just like Zion Williamson. He's in the that's NBA because he has take, clout. Clout. Very hot take. <laughs> clout. Do I think that Zion is a yeah? That's. I think Zion's gonna have a is gonna have injury problems in his career. I'm just saying, but. Do I think that Zion right now is a good basketball player at his age? 100 fucking percent. Should we jump into it? Should we just jump into it? Well, first off, is Zion even going to fucking play? Yes. He's back in the bubble. He has Already. to do a quarantine too, yeah. but he is back in the bubble. Bubble boy. He's back in the bubble, and I say he probably doesn't play the first one or two, but he'll he's going to play. I mean, there's no way New Orleans can keep us keep him from us the entire regular season for just those however many games he played and then not play him in this heightened atmosphere. Well, the NBA's given them, especially the Pelicans, every chance to get the eight seed over the Grizzlies. Well, I mean, you've got Lonzo Ball and Zion Williamson, the two most hyped players of all time. Goat I mean, squared. Of all time? Goat squared. I would say so. The most hyped, two hyped players on one team. Lonzo. Long, I was, I, I was, he had a freaking TV show, man. Big <laughs> baller brand. What are you talking about? I wouldn't was, say that he was super hyped Zion, as a player. Before though. Zion, I thought there's no way somebody could be more hyped to come to the NBA than Lonzo Ball. Before Zion. Do you know this man uh, they call LeBron James? Yes, but I mean, I'm just, I think that the media, I'm talking about just like media wise. No, yeah. No, no, I see what you're saying. Like LeBron James obviously was due his credit. 
But I'm just saying, we're talking about a guy that shot from the left side of his face. Like, <laughs> number one. That's a fact. And it's supposed to be, and his dad, his freaking dad got on uh, every talk show ever. Just his dad, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, we're talking about this as being, he's so hyped up. Okay, and I mean, yeah. I, I, I definitely think this year is his, his biggest year of growth. But I'm just saying, if you just look at why they want to. I think I mean, Lonzo almost needed, you know, out of L.A. to. New Orleans to are either, where, either grow you or mow you, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to get down in that, that Cajun sauce. You got to get down there in that. Hey, y'all want to hear a conspiracy type stuff? I'm dying Do you for think it. it's odd that Lonzo being. Big baller brand and all that hype and having his own TV show inevitably ends up on a team that the NBA owns. The NBA owns New Orleans. Pelicans. I did not know that. I did not know yes. That. Yes, that's why they wouldn't trade Chris Paul to the Lakers. Because hmm. he would have won five rings. Remember that? Remember I do. That? I remember yeah. it. Yeah, because of the commissioner veto, veto that deal. And then yeah, the Lakers ended up getting forty-year-old Steve Nash. Because the <laughs> NBA, uh, because the NBA owned Pelicans. That's why everybody thought it was so weird. It was mm-hmm. the uh, Hornets then, but everybody thought it was so weird because they'd never seen the NBA cancel something. Well, the NBA could cancel something because they owned the Hornets, owned the Hornets. and now they have Lonzo and Zion, the two most hyped social media players that we've ever seen. And speaking of gotcha. conspiracies, now Michael I just Jordan know that. Michael Jordan owns the Hornets, and he killed his dad. What's it? Do? Wow, that, we just dove off into that one. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's go back to modern-day NBA. That's a well, I, think yeah. we, I think we were kind of getting into it. Rookie of the year, Zion going to play eight games. Sean Morant's going to play nine games. Um who wins rookie of the year? Or is he already why would sealed ja, Why would y'all play nine? Because he's going to lose in the first round. I think if I was voting, I wouldn't be able to vote off of the last ga- the last eight games. I'd have to vote off the first the first whatever 40 games we played. And and it going off those, definitely I would take John Morant. No, and I agree with you. I don't think – I don't think that uh, just these eight seeding games – even if Zion comes and he and he plays outstanding and Jaw just plays, you know how he's been playing. I still don't think Zion overpasses Jaw for Rookie of the Year. But the politics only, of the, the only NBA. Way is if, he aver- if he averages 20, 25 and ten, that's the only thing I can think. I mean, twenty and ten, twenty five and ten, and then and they win out. That's the only way I can think. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they definitely have to win six or seven of those seeding games. And then take, uh, play the play-in game against the Grizzlies and win it, and then maybe. But I still think the I mean, rookie year should still be the regular season, the first, you know, like you said, forty games that Jaw played that Zion didn't. Yeah. Dunking on every, trying to kill everybody. We don't, we them. don't hand out trophies to them weak, them weak ass dudes. Well, here, here, here's a, a counter argument there. All right, so let's say LeBron James wins out at a marginable rate. 
who wins MVP? Anthony Davis. <laughs> I mean, you talk. I'm talking about Le, if LeBron. It's LeBron or Giannis. Uh, Anthony Davis is playing MVP type basketball, but he's getting overshadowed by LeBron. Because LeBron is playing at 35 years old and wanting to have one of his best seasons. The MVP race is Giannis or or, or LeBron. That's that's a fact. Maybe the only reason it's not Anthony Davis is because this man's been in the league, what, is it 17? 17 seasons. 17 seasons, and he decided to switch positions from small forward, power forward to point guard. Yeah. And then leads the, leads the league in assists. That's the only thing I'd give him. And then if he won out with marginable stats, which I believe is – I believe he's capable of in this atmosphere. Hey, I like gray beard LeBron. I do. He looked cool the other day. I wish, I, he, would, I still, I wish he would shave the head. I still think Giannis is MVP, though. Mm-hmm. They're still – I think they yeah. still have three games on the Lakers record-wise, and I think the Bucks are still going to win probably most of six or seven of their seeding games. And it, Giannis, this, Giannis was putting up stat, the stats he was this year with only playing like – 26, 27 minutes a game because they were dominating so much that he didn't have to, you know, yeah, just play 35 or 36 minutes. USA. 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 <laughs> and Giannis starts shooting the ball well enough, average hey. enough. Giannis is going to be tough to beat at anything. <laughs> LeBron. Anything, Le- I mean, I, he was hitting threes. I mean, it was – I mean, this year has been ridiculous. Of course, I, I mean, it's hard to watch the Bucks. So they're never on. you got to have NBA TV pretty much to watch them. Yeah. You but know, hey, I mean. But if it comes down to a Lakers-Bucks uh, finals, LeBron's got a little secret weapon, okay? He's got Lil Giannis fucking on the court with him. He's gonna know. He's gonna know. He's gonna know. He's gonna know every single move that Giannis is gonna pull. He's gonna know every single shot. He's gonna. That'd like be a that would be a serious sweeper. That would be a four zero. I'd right? like to even. I hate to break it to you, but I don't think that Giannis's little brother Costas, Costas. is going to get That's any rotation. Name. I'd rather be Costas than Giannis. Rotation minutes in any of these playoff games. Nah, but he gets his work in practice. I do think the Lakers win that, though. I think the Lakers beat the Bucks. I I do. Uh, I guess I, that is going to depend on the Dion Waiters and J.R. Smith. Like you said, though, I think it's going to depend on that, that led in scoring when they scored 129 points the other night. It's a scrimmage game. But I think yeah. I think it's going to depend on, like you said. Giannis has only had to play 26, 27 minutes a game. And, you know, very, very feasible that he's going to have to play 26, 27 minutes in the playoffs every game. How hard, how hard, is, Le, how hard is LeBron going to have to play to get through the Western Conference to get to the NBA he's going to, Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong about that. He's going to have to play more. You're talking about Lebr- 35-year-old LeBron is putting up all these numbers. Well, he's going to, have to put up those numbers night in, night out the just Bucks, to get to the finals. The Bucks first round and second round matchup are well, I mean, second it, it, round it, it, especially. More first round than anything, but maybe a second round matchup against a pretty, pretty easy team. The West is going to be a gauntlet no matter what. Well, I mean, my thing is is that and even if, let's just say the East, let's just say the Western Conference Finals teams – Whatever, whoever comes out of the Western Conference is going to be 
a better player than Giannis has played all year in the Eastern Conference. That's the only argument I have for it. Yes. I'll agree me, with you. You're telling me there's a player in the West better than Joel Embiid? Yes, definitely. Yes. <laughs> definitely, 100%. Better than Ben Simmons? Yes. Because they can't Better shoot. than Jimmy Butler? I don't know about that one. You put. I'm just saying that to piss Jalen off. Oh, okay, so I have to say. <laughs> you told me there's a player in the West better, better than Bradley Beal. Yeah. We gotta watch out for them Wizards. Uh, uh, Nick, that... I, I appreciate you, you you patting my point there. You know, I mean, you're looking at even if the team, the last team that I expect to make to the finals, the Houston Rockets, if they make it. They still have James Harden, which is better player than Giannis has had to guard in the entire Eastern Conference. So, I even say if the Denver Nuggets make it, they have a better player. But that's just because I put Yoke. You put Jokic over Joel Embiid. I do. I do. Joel Embiid couldn't play. Joel Embiid couldn't play point guard. That's true. Joe, fucking Jokic just lost like 150 pounds. And the wise Joel words that Kendrick Perkins on the NBA The Jump was, he looks like he lost a whole nother person. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is is that Joel Embiid could not score six points and have six assists and be happy if they won. That's why I don't yeah. believe in Joel Embiid. No, I I don't think Joel Embiid has. You know, I really I like the way I love the way Jokic plays. I think it's great. This Joel is not immature. He's mature. He's not mature enough. In my mind. Hey, if you're not mature enough to just show up and say, "Hey, man, I gotta get this ball in this basket," then you know you ain't mature enough. Yeah. Basketball. Hey. Bas- basketball. Real simple. Get ball in basket. I don't think it's that simple. Get get more balls in basket than other team. And stop them from getting ball in yeah, basket. Yeah, stop getting ball in basket. No ball in basket for other team, ball in basket for my team. So I started looking at the team here. It, like uh, the Lakers team, right? Yeah. And I started thinking if the Lakers win. Which right, they will. Okay, I'm just looking about like at LeBron's legacy in general. Here we go. Okay. If, so Dwight Howard, as far as a career goes, is a pretty wholesome player, right? I mean, I, obviously he's went downhill. He's arguably Hall of Fame. And went down on a couple men, too. If he wins, <laughs> is he a Hall of Famer? If he has a championship under his belt? Yeah. He's in the LGBTQ Hall of Fame. I'd say Dwight's a Hall of Famer. I mean, you got to think of Dwight's early years. Dwight was one. All right. Dwight was yeah. the next Shaq. He took exactly. Orlando to the finals he did. on his back. Yeah. He did. Yeah, at, at the age of 23, I think, or 24, something like that. With Hedu Turgaloo, Jameer Nelson. I mean, who, who do you have there with him, you know? Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis. Yeah, Richard, I mean. 35% from the three. I mean. <laughs> Which is nothing nowadays, but no, you're right. I mean, I yeah, I would say Dwight. he's a Hall of Famer, right? He's and a two-time, three-time defensive player of the year. Yeah, and then uh, I would say that um, Anthony Davis is in it, inevitably going to be a Hall of Famer, right? 
Anthony Davis is still only 26 years old. So, yes, Anthony Davis is. It's going to be a Hall of Famer. More than likely, right. yes. What about J.R. Smith? Oh, uh, God. Many, <laughs> I mean, think about it. He'll have two, he'll t- have two NBA championships, right? Yeah. And then he'll have how many All-Star games? I mean. Zero. He, he was not an All-Star on the Knicks? You have to fact check on that one. I'm not entirely sure. I'm just saying, what he did with the Knicks, I mean, he was averaging over 23, 24 points. I mean, I mean, you know what I mean? He was a high scorer, and he he won two championships. He, he would definitely be first-team all-blind NBA players. <laughs> the most the, the thing that you're going to remember J.R. Smith about for the longest time is, is that game one. But let's just say in 10 years from, 10 years from now, when, or whenever our kids are telling us, that they have a better player than LeBron. And then they say, hey, well, he had three or four Hall of Famers on his team when he won that during coronavirus. He had Dwight Howard, okay. Anthony Davis, yeah. J.R. Smith, Rajon Rondo. You know what I mean? Think about it, because that's not what the story is right now. I think Rondo's a Hall of Famer player before J.R. Smith is. I, I, I agree. I mean, Jason Kidd is a coach. I mean, no, no, I see I'm, what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yes, that ten years from now, when you are blind to actually watching it, it's going to look like there's a whole bunch of Hall of Famers on this team. But they're not as deep right now than you than you'd like them to be in playoff games. I know. I, I'm just because. Can I you really? Because Rondo. Yeah. No, I mean that is a good point. Team. And they're not as good as they actually are. All star. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, he, he might be. I think he's borderline. J.R. Smith's never been an All Star. He's an NBA champion, 2016 NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 2013, and that's all he's got. That's all he's got. All okay. he's got. I just think two, when you look at Lakers' depth with Rondo being out, and I'm not sure they even know if Rondo's going to play at all. No, Rondo's just going to sit in his $400 a night room and fucking cry. You have no. Playmaking ability outside of that. Yes, you've got J.R. Smith and Deion Waiters who are. Are you doubting Caruso, bro? Yes, I am one hundred percent doubting Alex Caruso. Oh you heard God. it here first. <laughs> White Kobe. Wow. White Mamba. Running an offense? White no, Mamba. I, I don't know if anybody can come in and run an offense on 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 that team that when LeBron's off the court. Uh, I mean, I think that's exactly why they hired J.R. Smith and Deion Waiters. You know. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. To that they knew chuck up 40-foot shots just you out of nowhere. You think J.R. Smith yeah. actually gets it's minutes? An offense. He's going to have to. They lost Avery Bradley, Rondo now. Um, I think Avery Bradley's good as J.R. Smith and Deion Waiters. I think defensively-wise, Avery Bradley's got a little bit of a head on yeah. there. Well, to me, he was just as important. <laughs> like, I just... Forget about Danny Green on that team, too, though. But Danny Green's yeah. not going to make any plays. Fainter's just going to play defense and shoot threes. It, it basically, I think what it comes down to is LeBron's going to have to run the show. and He's going to have to win it. But so, that's what Nick like was he, saying. Like that he's, he has every single year of his career. Not when yeah, he's in the heat. Exactly. He's, he, he they said they couldn't do it in the West. but Here he is, 17 help. years later, doing it oh, in the West. If LeBron does this in the West this year... And beats the uh, the uh, Jordan the can, Bucks pretty Jordan, sick. Jordan couldn't do it in the West. 
in the My West in the nineties, yes, he could have. The West, the East was stronger in the nineties than the West was. No, I don't believe it. I think it still has to be said though that even though it is coronavirus and all this stuff that's going on, I mean, it is odd to see. It's not. A, it's not LeBron and Kevin Durant in these conversations before the playoff starts. You know, because it's been pretty much that for a long time. I mean, it was either – because think about it. It was LeBron, Steph Curry, or LeBron, Kevin Durant, or LeBron, Steph Curry, and Kevin Durant for at least three years. You know, I think, yeah. Who who is the survivor before and after is always LeBron. It was LeBron, Tim Duncan. It was LeBron, LeBron, Shaq. It was LeBron, Kobe. It was LeBron – LeBron, 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 but every single year it's LeBron. Yeah, but this has been the consistent thing. I mean, it's been LeBron and Warriors for, I mean, until this year, really. I mean, until last year, and then well, he just I think took this a year was off. The, I think it just exposes Steph Curry as a subpar basketball player. Ah. I wouldn't say subpar, but not a not game somebody cha- not a game changer, not somebody who can lead his team to like four. Will his team to the playoffs? Not a Hall of Famer. I will say it did identify him as a non-durable player. That's what I will say. As a softy. No, just somebody that gets injured. And, I mean, that happens to point guards who handle the ball most often. I mean, we're looking at Kyrie Irving, Chris Paul, players that have major injuries, even Russell Westbrook. I mean, he, he tore his ACL, too. I mean, you're looking at players that handle the ball most often that are under 6'5", they are going to get hurt. I think Kyrie Irving's a little bitch, but everybody else I'll agree with there. I mean, he's just walking around on his flat earth doing his own thing, and Kyrie, I agree with you, Jalen. I agree with you. Kyrie and Kevin Durant are he about to win the next. He got lucky with one shot. Yeah, to win That's the That's it. Yeah. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are about to win the next four finals. What do you think about that, Jalen? They're going to win at least one. You know, I, I don't. I don't fully have a whole lot of respect for Kyrie just because of the way he acted in Boston more than anything. And I guess I, I don't look like how at, he acted in Cleveland. Oh yeah, I I guess I look at Kevin Durant and I'll always say that Kevin Durant is one of the greatest pure scorers in game changers. But do I think that KD could will a team like say LeBron can, or maybe even Kawhi Leonard last year at times? I'm going to say no on that. He willed Golden State. Golden State had four All-Stars, Nick. That is different. That is not will. Clay Thompson and Steph Curry were. Did they have four All-Stars or did they have four All-Stars because KD was there? (laughs) Nick, they had went to the championship two years in a row before KD. What did they do this year? Clay Thompson had a torn ACL all year. He did not play this single game. Draymond sucks. Clay Thompson is a top five shooter in the NBA. Steph Curry is a top five. Top I'd five shooter, a top five, a top yeah. five shooter with people around him. Every NBA team, every great champion team, you're gonna have people around you. LeBron war- the Warriors, uh, the two years before Kevin Durant, they won a championship, and then the next year blew a three-one series lead to the Cavs, which probably should have never happened unless Draymond kicked somebody in the balls. Well, here I've got a different take. Arguably, but our, what I was saying is, do I think Kevin Durant is a will a team around him without another superstar player? No, I don't think he is. He didn't OKC. Okay, well, I've got a different take on that. <laughs> he Taylor. had Russell Westbrook. 
hey, listen to this, all right? What? I mean, the in my mind, I, I, I have not fact-checked this at all, but in my mental capacity, the last two All-Stars or star players, superstar players in this league that had an Achilles injury vanished immediately after. And the only two that I know of is DeMarcus Cousins and Kobe Bryant. And if you look at their careers yeah. post Achilles injury, Kobe was thirty six. And uh, Isaiah I mean, Thomas, DeMarcus too, right? Cousins, Isaiah Thomas. Thomas Cousins hip. was as, as as old as Kevin Durant. I mean, you know what I mean? They played yeah. in the USA game together, and DeMarcus Cousins was arguably the best center in the league. Yeah, I mean, right before he got. That first year he got traded to New Orleans, and, it, you know, yeah. I mean, that arguably, yes. One of the most well-rounded centers. And when he was in Sacramento, he was putting up big numbers. I mean, I mean what I'm saying is Kevin Durant is a special talent. He's a special, special talent because of his ability and his size. But the thing is, is that when you talk about ability and size, when you add injury to that, I feel like it's always been an end point, you know? Like, for instance, when I talked about the Russell Westbrook injury and, and, and guards taking ACL injuries, you know, they were they were able to bounce back from it because they were, I don't know, the right size for the position. But if they were yeah. out of the size bracket, they never seemed to come back because there's so much weight on the joints. You know what I mean? I mean, he, he's, he's jumping high if he's seven foot. Kevin Durant's seven foot. He's jumping high to get a rebound and coming down. They list Kevin Durant at like six nine. Kevin Durant's every bit of seven foot. Every, every bit, bit of seven, seven foot. <laughs> you know, I mean. So what I'm saying is, is that I don't think. I mean, I'd love him to. I think the NBA needs him back, but I don't think he can come back from this Achilles injury as much as people think he can. I haven't. I haven't seen if Kobe Bryant couldn't do it. I mean, that's true. The late great Kobe Bryant hey. gave up as soon as he got his Achilles injury, and he's never gave up on anything. Chris Mustin was Chris Mustin tried to come back from Achilles injury. Now he has Corona. So stop. Oh wow, hot take. Here we go. He doesn't have Corona, and I didn't tell you. It's a different. But you see what I'm saying, though. I mean, I I, I get what you're saying, Nick. On paper, it seems like the Boston or the Brooklyn Nets. Sorry about that. I'll open my next beer. But the Brooklyn Nets seem hey, like they should win the next five. Show. What the fuck, man? I think that that the ceiling for Kevin Durant for the rest of his years is going to be Lou Alding for the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> Fucking, I, I, you want to talk about a hot take, Tanner? I mean, come on, I dog. No, I think I, he's going. I, I, I think, think he's going to sprain really, that Achilles and he's going to go back home to DC. And you think he'll make another All Star? You think he'll make another All Star team? Yeah. Yes, because he's Kevin Durant. But I th- do I think he's ever going to be the same player? No. How, but how but Kevin Durant that, could not be the same player and still be a great player. Yeah, that's yeah. I got to think about Kevin Durant. What, kind of, what kind of player is he going to be? That's my question. He's still going to be. He couldn't be a center. He can't be a center. Well, no, I mean, he's, he's never. He's played obviously center. not. He's going to be less mobile. Right, and he's going to be able to. He can be a fucking. He's going to be moving slower. He can be a Ray so Allen. He's not going to be in that corner. You were talking about weight. Kevin Durant ain't got that much weight on him. He's skinny as fuck. He's all of one hundred and nineteen pounds. So you you want you want to say that Kevin Durant is going to come back running after this Achilles injury? No. 
not full. Not as soon as like the next season starts, whenever that is. Not like full a, speed. But look at like a twenty. What, what year a, did uh, LeBron win the championship with the Heat? 2011, 2012? My thing is, is I don't think Ray Allen uh, hobbling to the corner and does what y'all think he is, and you still think when he comes back that he's going to win five championships. This is not what we said at all. No, I said he's going to win five championships. Oh, did you? I didn't yeah. hear that part. <laughs> no, I don't think the Nets even even with uh, an 80%. I don't game. think they win a West Eastern Kevin. Conference Finals. But Kevin Durant no. is a proven ring chaser. So, him winning five championships is not out of the books. Kyrie's just a little bitch, though. Yeah, fuck Kyrie. Kyrie we knew Kyrie was a bitch when a he donated 1.5 mil to the WNBA. I bitch, bitch. I actually thought that was the only respectable thing he's ever done. Yeah, until you realize that WNBA just walked off the fucking court when they started playing the national anthem. Did they? Yeah, they didn't even stand. They're like fucking knee. We're just going in the locker room, make some I fucking breakfast or something, wash some dishes. Oh, tread carefully. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Man, my name is Herda. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm not getting canceled on your podcast. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Hunter Die called his uh, wife. Oh, it's not his real name. Daddy Die. <laughs> Daddy Die called his wife his dishwasher one time. He's like, my dishwasher's being loud over there. I don't know what's going on. I'd like to know all the names she's called him, though. You know, it's not Daddy. <laughs> Alright, final cap question What's her final prediction? Tanner, you go first Or Big Bowley Keep saying first things Big Bobo Bobo Yeah, Big Bobo Final predictions Do do your Do a, an Easter Conference Finals West Conference Finals And then your champions Quickly, right. you don't have to explain them all through the way. All right, I think the Bucks beat the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. I think the Lakers beat the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals, and I think the Lakers win. Okay. Um, Who do you say Denver's beating in the West to get? Did you say Denver's beating the Clippers? I do. I think so. I think so. I haven't seen the Clippers really justify themselves, even since day one, you know. I Deepest mean, team in the NBA, though, on paper. We'll see. On paper? But you're talking about on paper, the strip club that Lou Will went to sells chicken wings. So, I mean, we could go all day with this. That sells some ass, too. Um, I'm going to go Bucks over the Celtics. In the East. I was going to say, do you even know anybody in the East? And then I'm going to go. The Wizards, baby. The Wizards, Wizards are making a run. Only eight games back. <laughs> um, And then I'm going to go Clippers over the Rockets in the West. Wow. And I'm going to go. Nobody fact-checked the matchups. I'm going to go Bucks over Clippers in the finals. Well, we're not going to know matchups until the eight seeding games are over because the West especially can fluctuate. Like I mean, there's eight games and we're all seated right now. I think between between the third seed Nuggets and the seventh game Mavericks, there's like a three game three It'd game. It'd be like saying New Orleans over Memphis in the Western Conference Finals. I mean, we know the seeding in a way. 
No, that's no. I'm saying we don't. Oh, we know it on, in the be east. Honest, I have west. not a damn clue who's even fucking in <laughs> top eight right now. But I'm gonna come out here and give my take on it, and I'm gonna be right. I am going to agree. Wasn't with too Nick. bad of a take, Nick. I'm gonna agree with Nick on the Eastern Conference Finals in a Bucks Celtics. I think the Celtics are gonna be. I don't know. They're still young, and Kimball Walker's kind of hurt right now. But I'm still going to say Celtics. Sixers, yeah, no. They're going to have the, the water hey, boy playing center out there. Hayward? Hey, Gordon Hayward's got to step up, too. But I think Bucks, <laughs> easy road to the to the finals. Um, not easy. I think maybe a six-game series against the Celtics Eastern Conference Finals. West, I'm going to say Lakers. Am I going to be the only one not on LeBron's dick tonight? I'm not. The Lakers are just damn good right now. And in the playoffs, in in the playoffs, especially the Lakers are built for the playoffs. Uh, I have to go Clippers, just because I don't think the Rockets are going to make a whole lot of noise. Um, hey, so so I've got something. Wait, have you finished your predictions yet? Obviously not, because I'm still in the Western Conference Finals. All right, let's go Western Conference Finals. Who is it? Come on now. Lakers win. It's Bucks. Lakers. Uh, Bucks win the finals. Bucks win the finals. So we got Bucks, Lakers, and Bucks. Right? Who did you say? Nick? Yeah, I said Bucks over the Clippers. All right. So I'm odd man out here. All right, hey, um, since this is the only show on TV, right? Uh huh. We're going to be had to make this podcast at least once a week, correct? Yep, yep. the yeah. slick, juicy, and ball right, so basketball let's show. Let's just go ahead. Let's go ahead. Let's make uh, game day predictions. Let's do it. Game day predictions. Ready? Okay. Game day predictions. Spin Opening me. day. It's spin, Thursday. Spit me off a game. Utah and New Orleans and L.A. versus L.A. Who do you think wins? Uh, New Orleans they don't and have L.A. No, they don't have Lou Will. Yeah, New Orleans and L.A. are going to win. I think we'll say L.A. in the L.A.-L.A. game, too. One of them. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say Utah and man. L.A. That's what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. I'd say Utah, say Utah and, and L.A. No, I say New Orleans because they're going to have this rig for New Orleans to make the playoffs. And you don't believe so, then you're fucking stupid. Well, guess I'm fucking stupid because I'm going with Utah Jazz tomorrow or Thursday. I think I think the Stifle Tower is going to block everything Zion puts up. Is it already Thursday in Paris? Tomorrow's Thursday? A couple more bills and it's going to be this weekend. Hey, <laughs> boy. Well, hey, we have a lot to look forward to at the Slick and Juicy and Big Bowl Bowl basketball show. Uh, hey, come here soon. Basketball might be the only thing on fucking TV because baseball is about to shit the bed. Uh but thank you for listening to episode 20 of the Slick and Juicy and the Bow Bow Show. And um, we'll catch you at week two of the NBA action. Is there two weeks or are you just going to do it all in one week? We could do it anytime we want to. I don't know. Tune in next time to find out.